Welcome to Books, Brews, and Besties. We have our brew. Do you? I'm Kaylee. This is Jenny. And we're here just to talk all about books and all book things. Yeah, books. Really, whatever we want to talk about. And today's episode, we're just going to kind of introduce ourselves as besties and talk about our favorite books. And I, um, I actually have like the first book. So we, Jenny is a planner. I'm not. Um, so she's got like a whole, a whole uh, thing. Like three, three pages of notes, but it's okay. I'm very yeah. excited. No, she's, she's very prepared. I just have a single book that I was planning to share. So I'm going to just feed off you as okay, you go, go with yours. So I was going with my fav- favorite book of all time, but I don't think I have a favorite book of all time because there's a few. So in the children's category, we have oh my <laughs> <gosh> <laughs> <of> categories. <laughs> so my family, huge avid readers, which is, you know, it's great to watch everyone reading all the time. Um, but obviously as a kid, as a teenager, you have way more important things to do, usually running around, chatting to friends, all of that. So it wasn't really my my main goal back then was to read. It was not parents obviously read your bedtime stories and we have some of my favorite ones. So coming in third, which was really hard to rank them, but it's okay. <laughs> but third, it's called Percy the Park Keeper. And this one, that's a whole series, is Percy um, has a series. And it's One Snowy Night by Nick Butterworth. So, yeah. So it's this little ranger who lives in the park, like a, a park ranger. And he has a little hut. And he shares his lunch every day with the animals and stuff. And it's a really snowy night. And he's trying to go to bed. He made himself like a a brew, a hot brew. And he's trying to go to bed. And then there's little knocks at the door. And he has to get up like each time. And there's another animal who's like, please, it's really cold. Let me in. So he does. And then uh, so there's like a bunch of animals in there. There's like a fox and a badger and a squirrel. All of it is really cute. And then they all hear like this scraping sound from under the floorboards. And they're like running around like, oh my God, this is so scary. And then Percy goes over and he's like, I'll just help. Like something's coming up. I'll just see. And it's this little mole. And he's like, here, sit on this hot water bottle. And he's like, I'm so sorry. I tried to knock, but uh, no one heard me. And then he's like, oh, it's okay, everybody. But everyone's already fast asleep. And then he gets his bed back to himself and he puts a little mall and then they go to sleep for the snowy night and it's the cutest i'm trying to remember if i've ever read that or not but i don't think so i think we have a version that's similar but it doesn't have a human in it it's just like god what is it is it like a a, it's like a grumpy rabbit or a grumpy bear or something i love it who doesn't like to be around other animals and he's in like a cave or something I don't know if anyone knows what I'm talking about, please like say yeah. what it is, but different animals come in and he like gives them food and stuff. And then at, by the end of the book, he has like a bunch of friends that he never had before. Oh. And then he realized that he was grumpy because he was lonely. And, but I literally do not remember if it was a bear or a rabbit. I just remember they were really grumpy. I remember a bunch of animals like came into his cave. I don't remember why. Yeah. Um, and then he was happy everyone was happy and friends by the end of it that's i love that uh, but i don't remember anything else or what it's called i still have the that original book i still have it right now i have all of my top three of these books i still have the originals that were read to me when i was a kid so 
The next one coming in second is, I'm going to pronounce it probably very wrong, but Rudyard Kipling. So his Just So stories. There's a quite a few. My favorite one that I remember is How the Camel Got His Hump. And there's a few other ones. So like How the Whale Got His Throat. How the rhin- What? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. How the Rhinoceros Got His Skin and How the Leopard Got His Spots. And there are more and they are super intriguing. And I actually read the camel one the other night when I was writing these stories to Jonah. Um, and it's all about the beginning of the world. And they're, they're in the desert. And there's a dog and an ox. And there's a human. And they're trying to get this camel to come and work. Because everyone's supposed to be working. Because it's the beginning of the world, I guess. And they're trying to build it. Anyway. Um, and all the camel does is just goes, Hmm. Like every time someone gets trying to ask him, please come and work. You're supposed to be working. And then in the end, like this, like a magical genie type character comes and is just like, okay, I'm going to give you a hump to actually go on your back so that you can work for three days without having to eat or drink because you'll be able to usually hold it it in. So it's quite unusual, but the stories are really kind of cool. And it kind of talks about animal like physiology yeah and stuff. and stuff like that it's pretty cool it just are weird names it's very weird how the whale got its throat i guess yeah. because they sing yeah. is that okay. i think so got it yeah got it's it. been a while okay and then number one this is the cutest storybook ever ever and the book that i have at home is the original one that we have kept for many years now but it's all like broken and ripped. So I don't really read that one very much anymore because I'm like, it's just staying on the shelf to <laughs> not get broken anymore. Okay, but it's called The Grumpala. And I didn't actually write down the author, which that is awful. So I will add that into notes at some point. Okay, so yeah, we can all recite this, by the way. <laughs> it's the whole. It sounds familiar, Grumpala. Yeah. I mean, I say that a lot. <laughs> I'm always like, Maybe that's why it sounds familiar. <laughs> but there's this big lump. It was a grump, and there's a bear that stares, um, a yak that whacks, a dove that shoves, an armadillo who uses it for a pillow. Nope. And then the gnu comes along, and the line is the gnu blue. So he's, like, blowing up, and it turns into this big hot air balloon, and the gnu gets in it, and then it's finished. The last page is, like, the bear still stares. And it's, like, so cute. I, I thought I had heard of it and then you explained it and I'm like no you I lost me like, I'll put pictures on of these if anyone wants them but yeah they're so cute like little pop-ups yeah be like read this book but yeah I actually brought that well we would have niece. to record it as a YouTube video if we were going to do that that's true Jenny okay wow <laughs> pop it up in the audio <laughs> that no one sees well add it in the comments somewhere yeah yes 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 but yeah i actually bought that for my niece and my first niece's christening and my dad had the same idea and he got so they ended up with two copies of grandpa lump which i love we did not get read to as children <laughs> don't break my heart so i don't have any like childhood books that i remember the only thing that we had were those, which I don't know if you ever had them, but um, you like wound it up in a way and then it would like land on Pocahontas or Disney movies and stuff. And then it would tell little snippets of it. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what the toys are called, but they had like some for barnyard animals and other stuff. And they made like sounds and stuff whenever the arrow would 
happen upon it. And that's the extent of like my childhood books, but just the sound making ones. That's all I remember. <laughs> hey, I love it though. Because we did not get bedtime stories or anything like that. We obviously like read in school and stuff, mm-hmm. which brings me to the only book that I have prepared for us today. In third grade, I had moved to a new school. It was when we moved from Ormond to a place called Samsula, which is in the middle of nowhere. I had to go to Samsula Elementary, which was like a really tiny elementary school. I literally knew no one. I suck at making friends. So I just would always go to the bookshelves and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't particularly ever actually read anything there. That's just where I would put myself so no one came up to me. <laughs> yeah. And then one day I was looking and I found this book and this is actually the same book from third grade. I stole it and I just didn't want to give it back because I loved it so much. <laughs> but it's called Akiko on the Planet Smoo. And I've never seen anyone ever talk about this. I've never seen any other kids have it like in their houses or anything but I love it and it's um, also a picture book so it's got like little pictures that you can see and stuff it's in rough shape it's about Akiko and this like little ragtag team that you can see on the cover Mm -hmm. which we'll post a picture um they take this little like shuttle thing to her window and like kind of kidnap her in a way but they take her um and she has to go and find some person uh or creature or whatever that they know and she's been chosen by the king of planet smooth to do this task Mm. and so the whole book is like the adventure of them trying to track down this missing person and bring them back to the king or whatever but yeah it was just i don't know when i picked it up i liked the cover that's the only reason why i got it and uh it was the first book that i picked for myself and actually read by myself it just got me into loving to read so then when i went back um after i read this because i think i read it in like a day when i when i got home I actually started picking up books off the bookshelf to read instead of just like being there to be there. Yeah. And yeah. So that's this book. And I really love it. And I wish more people knew that it existed and stuff. Mm-hmm. The cover is giving me very planet treasure film vibes. Cause this little like blob here is like morph. I don't know if you've ever seen that. I haven't. It's, <laughs> Tre- the treasure it's like planet. A, treasure planet. Yeah. It's like a classic. I've never I'm seen it. Disney. Yeah. Wait, no. Is that the cartoon? And they're like pirates in a way. Is it like a blonde dude with glasses? Yeah. He looks like this guy. And then is that, is Treasure Planet the one that has like the, that chick? Um, yeah. And she's got like blue or like white slash blue long hair. And it's, she like lives in Atlantia or something. I don't think so. Hold on, new testing. I might be, I might be morphing multiple things together. You might be Treasure Planet. That damn Treasure Planet, two thousand and two. That oh, she looks like kind of like a cat lady. No, I have not seen. And that. there's morph, and there's oh, there's an older guy in it who's like a scientist dude. He's the, obviously the main guy. It's very um. I have not seen that. Oh my gosh! Now I'm just thinking for a second. Hold on. What is it? Um, Pirates of the Caribbean. No, there's a story. Hang on. I feel like that little blobby thing looks familiar, yeah. but... Oh, it's because I had a toy of him. I never knew where it was from, though. Well, what do you know? Because it came in a Burger mm-hmm. King, like, Happy Meal, or, like, a Ooh. McDonald's Happy Meal or something. That's how I got it. Okay, I love that. Hang on. It's a Treasure Island. It's an adaptation of Treasure Island, because that makes me think... Because the, the pirate is, like, a 
a good guy, but not a good guy. Hang on, let me just, I gotta figure it out. Like villain turned hero type of thing? No, like pretend hero, but super villain. And he has a little boy that comes on. I have no idea what you're talking about. The boy is the main character in this, but hold on. What is the story of Treasure Island? Jim. Jim Hawkins. So you know that story? You have Jim Hawkins and he goes onto the, the boat and they're looking for pirate treasure, Captain Flint's treasure, and Long John Silver is the one-legged crook who ends up being a bad guy, but he's kind of a, bit, a good guy, but he's totally a bad guy. There's that story is in like multiple different kind of films and no. stuff like that, but that's Treasure Island. So Treasure Planet. Oh my gosh, is that not really good? Treasure Planet, yes, is based on Treasure Island story. But anyway. Yeah, totes. But that's, totes. Get, that's giving me the vibes. <laughs> anyway. I was trying to think of like the first book that I ever like picked out for myself. And I don't fully remember, but my intro into the whole fantasy world would have been Twilight. And I definitely know I picked that um, up and I and I read that. And obviously, you know, I mean, we can totally do an episode on Twilight. You know, I would not. Uh, mind that at all i mean but- if we did it could be like me reading it for this because i've never read it yes. so i could read it for the first time and then like give you reactions and stuff yes and, and i need to reread it too because well i read it the first time and then i read new moon and then i read eclipse and then i was on breaking dawn and i used to read these walking from class to class at school like i would just be like obsessed like hiding it behind textbooks every just reading it all the time obsessed i wonder if you are gonna have that same level now that you're older well like if you're gonna love them just as much i know i'd love to know but i also don't want you to because what if you don't like them as much i don't like them anymore but we'll have to find out though yeah when we got to breaking dawn though my family of avid readers um were already reading them and they were telling me i needed to hurry up and finish breaking dawn and everything and i was like look this is my first like book series i'm like so excited about these books but, um and then one day i came home and yeah they'd gone out and purchased a second copy of breaking dawn so i stopped reading it and i never finished it <gasps> never finished it still to this day i just then you have to reread it right yeah that's my that's, that's my sad. sad i know i'm just a very stubborn person though i was to say a bit dramatic but very, very sad oh well, yeah it was, it was, that was my thing i was so excited about those books but yeah, now you definitely have to right. reread. We are yeah. gonna have to have an episode for Twilight. Right. I'm finally gonna have to do it. Read it. Jump into the world. The only reason I didn't is because everyone was obsessed with it and I did not want to be a part of the mass. I was like I was deep in. Even when the movies came out, I didn't watch any of the movies until they were all out and everyone had stopped talking about them. Shocking. And then I watched it because I was like, I don't want to be a part of the the whole group. I can't remember which um, movie it was, but I went to, gosh, one of them. I think it was Eclipse with my auntie, and we went four or five times to see it in the theater. We were, we were obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> and my entire wall was covered. Posters, movie stubs, everything. Absolutely covered. The only phase of my life I ever had posters for anything was High School Musical, and they were all Zac Efron posters. My friend Ashley had, like, a Zac... Because we would have High School Musical parties. 
and watch the new movies all together. Like we would have like like malted chocolate for strawberry dipped in chocolates. We would have pink lemonade. Like we went all out for the. We were we were genuinely obsessed, and it was only because Zac Efron that that was the only reason. I can I can see that. And she (laughs) got um for like one of the last movies that were coming out, one of the parties that we had. Um, she got a Zac Efron pillow. And it was just his face on the pillow. And she, like every scene, she'd like have it with her. And now that I think back to it, I'm like, oh my God, we were so creepy. But the love was real. Oh, the love was real yeah. back then. Yeah, my, my Edward poster was, to be fair, though, yes, Team Edward all the way. But Gross. when I was younger, so before I moved um, towns, was the one poster I had on my wall was of Legolas from Lord of the Rings. That was my, that that was the only thing I remember ever having on my wall as a kid. And I don't know, I was just obsessed. I love all things kind of elvish. And, but yeah, we used to have That's a Legolas. Cute. That's cute. <laughs> that would have been like when I was, we moved when I was like 12, 13. So I would have been like younger than, than that. And I had Legolas on my wall. I, I don't even know who that is because I I've tried to watch like, I've tried I have tried to watch them and Billy like is angry because I fall asleep every single time at least ten minutes in I'm out I can't but in my defense we always watch it at like nine o'clock at night and by then I'm done oh, yeah I'm done much of life start like five I feel like I'd have to put it on now to actually <laughs> yeah I love it though but I did watch. Uh, the Rings of Power, on um, and that's really good. Oh, I loved it too. That was. I know there's a lot of controversial. Yeah, that hate it or love it. Yeah, but... oh, that's with everything nowadays. It's though. true. I loved it. I loved it. Back on track. Okay, so after kid stories and stuff. Yeah. Like when you're actually reading yours was Twilight. I was like a feel good reader, and I had one specific author, and I think I have almost every single one of her books still, Ooh. and it's Suzanne Colasanti. Okay. I think is how you say it. Yeah. Um, but sh- it, and they were all like high school romance books, like you know, either friends falling in love, or, like the nobody wants the football jock, yeah. or like st- stories like that. And I just really loved like happy love books, like yes. watching people fall in love with each other and stuff was just what really did it for me. And I just I was in love with love. And her books, all of them are are just exactly like that. And so every single time she came out with a new one, I'd be like, I have to have it. I have to read it. And then you always find at that age, because I mean, I was obviously in high school during this. And it's just that age where you can find a relation to it no matter what it is. And so every book appears, I'm like, oh, I totally, I could totally relate. Like, I, I have, I have a friend that I could probably follow in love. Like, you know, like, yeah. I'm like, this could totally happen to me. So that was the author that I really, really loved after I got into, like, my regular age reading. I just loved the feel-good books. I love it. That was actually reminding me of reading some books at school right now. And they were, it's called Tracy Beaker. Jacqueline Wilson, she was the author of the story of Tracy. There's a bunch of books and it's all about like a teenage girl and she has problems that everyone can relate to, you know? So it's not, there's not very much love involved. It's just about a teenager with, with love. That's okay. (laughs) And yeah, yeah. I remember that I'm watching it on TV and stuff. Yeah. I used to read those books actually. Flashback to elementary school. I have, um, 
Did you ever read Judy Bloom? Anything by Judy Bloom? No. So I didn't know that she has written like adult books. I thought she was like a kid book writer at one of the like book fairs in school in elementary school um i had a librarian and i loved her like she was just the sweetest soul ever and i bought double fudge by judy bloom and the librarian um because it was my last year in elementary school i think yeah i I must have been in my fifth grade um and it was my last year there and she likes put a little message in it for me when i bought it and so I still have it too. So I'm like, I will never be able to get rid of it because she was just so sweet. And I'm like, I love that she like wrote me a little note I love in that. that book. So I wanted to put that in there. I want to read this note next. Okay. So did you ever get into dystopian then? If we're going to do categories, did you ever read dystopian? No. Ever? I don't think so. Not really. What? No, I don't think. I mean, after the, the Twilight, it just stopped. I never really read since. So from blood and ash is the first series you read since there was like a couple of in-between books like the the book thief and the lightning between Mm -hmm. the the lightning between oceans oh the one that we're both that one that i showed you the lighthouse one yeah because i still have that one at home and there was a there was an alex cross at one point um from what's his name james patterson he Mm. he wrote he's got loads of books but i read a couple but yeah i just i stopped reading that was the end of my reading was so for everyone's information we we're doing this podcast because me and jenny became friends a, 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 a year yeah um and i got really obsessed with this series from blood and ash which i'm sure we'll have an episode on or whatever if we're doing fourth wing we're gonna have to do from blood and ash and i told her about it and told that she had to read it so then she did and like she just latched on and oh yeah powered through them i think i've got down i read seven books in just less than six weeks yeah it was insane i um, couldn't stop i was it was one of those i'm walking from class to class yeah because i cannot put it down <laughs> so that's crazy i forgot you had already told me that 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 yeah. was yeah well okay for dystopian the first dystopian books i ever read that like got me into that genre was Divergent, which I hate the movies. They're absolutely terrible, but the yeah. books were really good. And I have a quote from the book on on me. Like I got a tattoo oh, do you? of the oh, quote. Cool. Yeah. Um, and it's the what makes you different makes you dangerous. I don't think you've ever Ooh. really seen it's down here. And I usually wear like a one piece whenever yeah. we go. So yeah. yeah, it's always covered. But yeah, I was in love with that series. Um, and I had like in high school, I used to wear those like rubber bracelets all the time and i had my divergent one never would take them off like i loved them they were everything okay anyway i like the first movie and then you just watch the other ones just to watch it just uh, to, yeah just to i always thought it was like a copy of hunger games because i think hunger games movies came out first and because i never read any of the books i just was like mm. i don't even know like publishing wise which book came out first but i mean I, I mean, dystopian-wise, obviously they're similar, but the premise is yeah. different because obviously the Hunger Games is they're in a game yeah. and they have to kill it. And then Divergent is they're separated into different factions, and each faction yeah. you learn some like something different. Like I can't remember them, but anyways, yeah. Um, and like you have like the fighters or the like readers and stuff like that, and then. They start a rebellion, which that's going to be in most. This is very um, paralleling to Fourth Wing right now with different quadrants. Mm-hmm. 
like the writing and yeah. the fighting and the, the and you know what more so, so with that i have seen a lot of people like bash certain books or like even songs and stuff just but mainly books in general and it's like honestly there are only so many stories in the world before they start meshing together like yeah if you think back to how long people have been writing books if you think that you're going to come up with a completely original idea you're probably not it's probably already written in some capacity but as long as you're not it's not obviously word for word then who cares if it's similar Like, if it catches my attention and I'm having fun reading it, cool. But there have been some books that I've read where legit the lines are exact from other books. And I'm like, and it's in the same scenario, too. So those ones I get. Mm -hmm. But just, like, being angry that, and people, like, get angry, angry, too. They do. That they're similar or they have, like, the same kind of storyline, so to say. I'm like, well, there's only so many stories that you can tell exactly. like plots and stuff There's and it's probably so not that they've even been copied like it's probably that they're just people just think that yeah way. i mean we all go through school we all go through like the same day-to-day life mm-hmm. pretty much like they're always gonna have drawing like draw on their knowledge yeah of the world is gonna be pretty similar not yeah yeah yep and who knows, that author may have never even heard of the other author that everyone thinks that they're copying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it could be a fresh news to them. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so yeah, Divergent was the first one that made me fell, fall in love with the yeah. dystopian genre. Okay. Then my sister Lauren made me read Maze Runner, which yeah. I sh- struggled to get into that book. Um, but once I did, I really, 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 really liked it. Um, and I even really liked the movies. And then after that, partials became my next obsession. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. That one is phenomenal. And I actually think that that one is very unique. Oh, interesting. I'm going to have to borrow those from you to read them. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you did buy them for me, but I also don't want to let anyone ever borrow those books ever again, ever. <laughs> but that one i felt like was really unique and it's not talked about at all i've never seen anyone else that's ever read this series well then let's do a an episode on those too i do have an extra partials the very okay. first book at least the first you can, one. Then. you can ha- I, you can have I that borrow one because I, I have the whole series now thanks to you jenny got it for me um for christmas no for my birthday, for birthday. um because i told her i had this series and i loved it it, again, I was obsessed for a little while because it's literally amazing. Um, but I let this girl borrow it that I was friends with. And <laughs> very kind of you, though. Yeah, yeah. And then I never got them back. And a whole lot of other stuff happened. So we don't talk anymore. Um, but yeah, never got the books back. Super upset about it. Um, so I had told Jenny that over breakfast one story day. <laughs> on so for my birthday she got me the series so now it's going to uh not ever be let out to never. anyone ever again i'll just I read it when i'm here yeah right <laughs> just blow through it <sighs> but um but yeah that was the next dystopian one that i really loved and then we'll do fantasy since you have one on I'm fantasy obsessed now. yeah no, we, nef- we definitely need to do it from Blood and Ash, though. Um, I mean, that could take forever because there's, like, with the prequel, there's, like, 10 books plus. No, mm-hmm. there's going to be 10 or 11. I can't even remember anymore. It could be, like, a series. Like, um, yeah. not we don't have to do back-to-back, but every now and then 
we can just try we'll it. do the next yeah yeah, yeah. And, I, love that. I do love their story i don't know how i've just i've got like sucked into the mass i don't even know what to call it about fourth wing i know <laughs> i know I'm in, <laughs> I'm in it deep so for fantasy genre from blood and ash was jenny's first one yeah that she got into um, mine was actually the Shatter Me series, but I read it back in high school before everyone was freaking out about it. Because right now it's popular. Like it's a, it's like a book talk or whatever. I guess now people are just now realizing it's a thing. Um, but I read it when she was first publishing it, um, and it's really it. I for the longest time, and it also plays into why I never read Twilight. I one didn't want to be a part of like the groups that really were freaking out over something and then two i did not think i could ever get into a fantasy book because i thought like the vampire thing was stupid and i was very vocal about it in high school like i was like this is stupid like why would you read about vampires they're not real and now i'm like oh younger kid was an idiot (laughs) (laughs) these are so good um but yeah shatter me was the first fantasy Mm -hmm. type and it it wasn't so much like a fantasy world. It's more like the characters had different powers that they had to learn Ooh. to. And this is just what I what I remember from it because, like I said, it was back in high school, and so it's been like what thirteen years since I I've read these books. But yeah, but it was really good, and of course, it had like a enemies to lovers, which back then I didn't know that that was like a thing, a category. Um, but yeah, it has enemies to lovers in it or whatever, and it it was really really good. You you'd actually probably yeah. like it. Um, but it's a longer series. I'm pretty sure it's complete now, but that would Ooh. be a, that would be a thing okay. for you. But oh. that was the first one, and then from Blood and Ash was like the real legit fantasy I've ever read. Yeah, because after Shatter Me, I never went back to fantasy. Not because I didn't like it, just because I didn't. Yeah. Um, but from Blood and Ash was the next like actual one, and then it hooked me. It just grabbed a hold yep. and. I'm still, still obsessing. I know. I remember when we were in that bookstore and you were like, pick out a book. And I'm like, gosh, the only thing on my list right now is like Bridgerton because I just haven't read for so long. I mean, I read, I read the Harry Potter books in between uh, my time um, because Derek got all the Harry Potter books for me. And I was like, okay, I can definitely read these. I never read them when I was younger because it may it sounds so stubborn of me again, but my brother got taken to like the releases and stuff for the books for Harry Potter. So they would take him to the and store. You didn't. <laughs> and I remember, I honestly remember having to wait outside while he got to go in and buy the book because I understand like I was probably a little bit too young or whatever, but I honestly remember not being able to be in it and i just always have been like oh then this isn't for me like the this is a, a book series that i'm not supposed to read oh that makes me so sad <laughs> these memories i have of, of books right now but yeah so i think that now the one Derek got them i was like okay i'll actually read them and yeah obviously fell in love with those oh i mean i knew i would anyway but i took my time with those and it was kind of just slow going and everything but yeah that was when you show you like pick out a book and i'm like um i don't know like there's i was thinking about reading the bridgerton book because some people really love it but i don't know and then you're walking around and you're like oh this is the from blood and ash and i remember reading like the first page 
And I'm like, what is going on in this book? Like, oh, why is she like that? What's happened? What is this about? And I was like, okay, I'm kind of interested. Sure, let's buy it. And then, that bam. Hooked. <laughs> Did you ever finish the Bridgerton book? Because I know you said that you weren't oh, into I it. Didn't. Yeah. I think I was just, I'm just in a fantasy hangover yeah. mode. I just can't focus on anything else. I mean, I just got like six different kinds of books. There's the Fall of Ruin and Wrath by Jennifer Armentrout too, that I just was like, nope, I can't even, I can't, I, write I can't start it. Right now. <laughs> I was like, I just can't right now. And I got, I got Crave because that's a new, not a new, but. As a, for me, it's a new book and series, and it, just the outside looks really cool. That's um, the purple sprayed one that you yes, have, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I just can't open it. And obviously, right now, I've just finished my reread of, of Fourth Wing. Um, I'm finishing it this weekend. I promise. <laughs> I have it on the thing over there because I'm going to finish it. So Jenny is, and we'll have a whole episode about it, but Jenny is like I mean, super deep. into fourth wing. And um, I, I like it and I enjoy it, but I'm not like overly freaking out about it. Oh. Um, but Jenny makes up for the both of us. I was about to say the exact same thing. Um, and we're, we went to the release party oh, for yes, it. We did. We had planned on rereading because we both got the limited edition, like fourth wing yeah, one, Christmas one that has the two extra chapters. So I really wanted to reread it before starting Iron Flame, especially since it has two new chapters, because I listened to it originally on Audible when Nasal Nancy was narrating it and you could hear her swallowing her phlegm and stuff and it was disgusting. So I think that's why. I didn't get into it as much as I did because yeah. that was super hard to listen to. So now that I'm rereading it, I've already noticed that I'm picking up a bunch of stuff that I definitely yeah. missed in the audio book. But I just, it's been so hard to get into it. And I think it's only because I started a fire in the flesh when we were in St. Augustine. And so my brain is not wanting to leave that world because I didn't finish it. So I'm like stuck there and i'm trying to read fourth wing yeah and i think that's my problem is if i had just like read it and finished it and then started i probably could be getting into it a lot more but because i'm like in two worlds right now and my brain wants to be in the other one instead i think that's what my problem is yeah i was trying to read the fourth wing again just before the release party so that all i had to do was read the extra bonus chapters and then start iron flame but the run-up to that party was just madness and i was making those those um dragon scale armor corsets and stuff for us you know what we have to wear those when we do the fourth wing pop like episode and we'll that that can be like our first video yeah, or whatever but yeah for sure like we went all out on that and you know how many needles i broke on i think i broke three <laughs> needles and i remember when we were in the party i'm like no not one person at the party had mentioned our outfits no nope. not nobody and then they did like a costume kind of contest contest type thing um and obviously it was just me and you and then one other lady who had a dragon on her shoulder which was super sweet. I mean, she had the black black stuff on, black jacket and all that. But I was like, you know, this took me two weeks, but it's fine. Yeah. I was sour. <laughs> I was getting sour before they at least kind of did the contest. But I just, I couldn't. It was just too busy. I was like, I can't yeah. read it. And then 
so I've just finished. I literally finished the chapters last night. So I am actually, I'm lying. I started Dying the Flame last night. I started the first chapter. <laughs> because technically, I listened to the, the little snippets that got released on Apple back a couple of weeks ago. So and then I was just rereading it. And then I was like, I really need to stop because Kaylee is nowhere near me. I was about to say, you started it without me? No, I just. Read like a few pages. Billy told me you probably did, and I was like, "No, she wouldn't," and you did. I couldn't help it. This, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So just a little wow, bit. Terry. But then I like stopped and started trying to write as much as I could about Fourth Wing for for podcast notes. Um, don't look at me like that. <laughs> I feel really bad, but I swear I'm gonna stop because next on all my mm-hmm. notes I need to do theories and stuff. So. Yeah, you um, you work on that, Jenny. Yeah, I you will. I'm gonna work stop. on that. So you're gonna finish it this weekend. So you've got this. Yeah, I'll finish it today, actually, because okay. now now I'm gonna be like reading out of spite. I I know. Sorry. And then I swear I won't read anymore. I'm literally like page like six. So I literally and then and I couldn't stop, and I was like, I need to stop, but you just can't. You can't with a good book. You just can't stop, can you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah, 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 yeah. Uh huh. But I promise, I've got. I've got work later, so I won't be too distracted. And then I've I've got loads of other work to do, and I've got to fix a door at home and other things. So. Well, Billy's at work obviously today, so it, the house will be quiet because he. So for anyone <laughs> listening, if you have a significant other, whether it's a woman or a man, and they are like this, then you know the struggle when you're trying to read. And I am the type of person, like, when I'm reading, I will have a movie, like, playing in my head, which is why I like reading books after they've been made into movies and, like, they play the trailer or whatever, because then I can take those characters from the trailer, like, the actual trailer. And when I'm reading, I my brain will put them into, no matter what the book description says, because I saw the preview, my brain will just adjust and see those okay. as it's going. So book to movie adaptations don't bother me if I see the preview before i read the book yes but divergent obviously i read the book before it was ever a movie and so everything was wrong but anyways um i when i'm reading it's like a movie playing in my head so i have to just be like in quiet and by myself and i just i will escape into the world like if i could jump into a book that's what it would look like for me to be oh wow but billy is constantly talking to me or he like taps me like yeah he hits me with the back of his hand if we're both on the couch like if he's watching tv and i'm trying to read he'll just tap me and i'm like stop i like i can't be touched i can't like don't look at me don't yeah don't speak to me i am not here i am gone in my world and you keep dragging me out of it it's like if you were sleeping and you were having a dream and someone keeps pulling you out you can't like just go back into your dream that's what it's like and so it's really annoying so whenever he's gone i'm like yes i can read and I can just get into it, and then I can actually read like very quickly and get through it. So because he's gone, yeah, I should get through it. a lot of the fourth yeah. book. Well, for me, I don't get to, um, I don't really picture, uh, like it's not like a full. I just read it, and I just, I mean, I can see it a little bit, but like I can't see the characters unless I've seen like, like obviously the fan know, like, yeah, pictures and stuff, yeah, um, fan art and stuff. But otherwise, I'm just like it's just kind of faceless blurs moving around and stuff what <laughs> i'm trying to imagine like does the characters are just like just 
shapes and in clothing and i can picture the clothing better than i can like the actual person like for like for instance like let's go with liam in fourth wing like i know i've read that he has blonde hair and like blue eyes and that's how violet the main character sees him and all of this and i'm like yeah he wasn't blonde and blue eyes to me like he there was nothing there for me like i couldn't <laughs> just, see it just a ghost <laughs> But like I can see, like, I don't know. I just I can see the, each paragraph that I'm in. I could I could probably like picture like what they're doing and everything. But it's less like a movie for me. I don't know. It's I can't even imagine what that's like. I don't know. I want to know. I want to be like a movie. I, I feel like I wouldn't enjoy reading as much. I don't know. I just feel each like kind of scene that's happening is like almost like a picture book I guess so like there's like just like one still image of like what's happening but things I can see it like moving and stuff but it's not like a movie it's just and then I go to the next bit and it's like a, just one picture and things are happening that's crazy yeah I don't know describe that my brain just makes it fluid and whole, yeah, everything everything's happening I can see it all I love that though but I mean, I also will not say that it 100% is what the book says. Like sometimes my brain will just be like, no, you know what? I like this instead. And it'll just make it yeah. completely different. I know. I just, I love it though. I love that books can do so much for other, like different people. And it's so cool. It's yeah. like reading different books. Well, that's so. the cool thing also about social media is you get to interact with this community who shares how different they see everything or like the different ways yeah. that they read and experience it. And it's like, Oh man. But then also you're like, Oh, I'm not alone. Like there are other people like yeah. me. Well, that's why I think I've just become obsessed with fourth wing too, though, is because it's, it's kind of like a mystery, a puzzle. Cause there's so much going on. Um, there's like three, four different kind of, main story elements that you could pull from it like you've got like humans there's dragons there's this there's that and I think that there's so much going on and you have to like kind of figure out like how is this going to affect the whole story and there's supposed to be five books right and there's so many things so everything that's happening you just pick up on every single line like oh my gosh what does this mean wait 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 what about this this line's going to mean that this could happen or this could happen and that's where there's like a thousand theories for one thing yeah that's happening right now and i think that's what's like got me hooked the most um is that what was that i don't know always <laughs> <laughs> edit that shit out oh my god it's like <laughs> what's happening Brianna didn't hear that jenny's throat just like burped but inside the throat didn't come out of her mouth it was it's like way in up the high. throat <laughs> it's like way up high and i was like oh that was a weird like, mid mid word i was like what's that <laughs> oh dear me <clears throat> so yeah that's why i'm obsessed and how have i just noticed there's a dolphin on your light right now oh yeah i've never noticed that distraction but yeah think the mystery and the theories and everything surrounding fourth wing right now is what's what struck me down the most whereas like twilight i was just in love with the love and wanting a super super vampire boyfriend for the rest of my life <laughs> That's how I feel about Cass and from Blood Man. Yes. And moving forward, what we're going to do is we're probably just going to, what, you like read some series and then do some episodes on the series themselves or like standalone books or whatnot. But yeah. um, yes, because I definitely want to read the Pillow Balloon 
books oh because we need an episode <laughs> on some crazy, crazy minds out there. Uh, I mean. <laughs> yeah. So if you haven't read them, um, one's called Fluffed, I think is the pillow one. And they are just like, they're, I mean, let's just say what it is. It's like an erotic book, but with like inanimate objects, but they are sentinel or sent sent sentient. Sentinent? How do you say it? How do you say the word? Sent- sentient? Is it sentient? No. I can't. I cannot now. Sentient? Anyways, they're like alive. Okay, that's what it is. And, um... <laughs> sentient? sentient? Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. I'm, I'm done trying to say it because I cannot. But anyways, there's one about a pillow. I have one about a door. And then I have another one about balloon animals. But that one is actually not bad. Like, I mm-hmm. I was actually into that because it's it's a plausible plot. Because it's a woman who, like, cursed the balloon animals to be humans so that she could use them for her own, like, needs and stuff. Um and it's like it's a whole it's a whole thing but yeah that's some, that's some crazy nightmare dreams that have been turned into books which i'm i'm all for that any any theory people want to put into a book do it yeah i want to read it but yeah i also have one about a door and then there's one i just saw on instagram about a praying uh-huh. mantis oh no and, and now i have to have it oh no uh, and i think it's just called like mantis or something but yeah we'll do a whole episode on like those crazy weird books crazy, because they're yeah hilarious i did let stephanie borrow the stuffed oh stuffed that's what it's called the pillow one's called stuffed not fluffed um and squeak so i have to get them back from her and And they're like super thin like literally tiny thin you could read it in an hour if not less um but yeah we'll do a whole episode on just like those ones because they're hilarious And actually, I just want to kind of go back to the beginning of us and books. Wasn't that one book that we did a little um, review on an unpublished book, didn't we? The aunt, the Chronicles, the Aunt, yes. the Dear and Dr. I, Love. Yes. And yeah. I just, that was before from Blood and Ash, wasn't it? Before you get, was that after? No, that was after. Oh, really? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, because that was... We also got Katie and Brittany and everyone in the book club to read it too. And we didn't join their book club until after from we we both had read some Blood and Ash. Oh, I thought that was like the beginning, but because no, that's I why don't. you got in like you that's why you joined the book club group is because you were like back in your reading mode and everything. Oh, okay. Yeah, like now it's just a blur of time for me. There was yeah. a lot of books I read. So we we read um this book called Dear Doctor Love for this author. Um, before it was, I guess, an arc. It would, it would be an arc. Um, and it was good. It was good. There were a few things I wish were different, but that's also different because we were reading it like we needed to kind of have more of like an editor's mind to yeah, it. So I think yeah. that's kind of probably what like threw me off a little bit from just fully enjoying it. Yeah, because we didn't read it like a regular arc. Um, we read it because the author wanted feedback and like criticism and wanted to know like our true 100% thoughts um, privately. Like we didn't have to do a review or anything on it. And we did it as like a book club group. So a couple of us all were reading it at the same time and we all sent her our thoughts and stuff. We were going to have a zoom call with the author, but 
so many things happened. Like everyone was sick and um, she lives in Australia. So the time was crazy. And then her son was also sick and it just, so we just ended up sending her our thoughts and stuff. But I mean, it was, it was good. I definitely liked the end portion of the book more so than the beginning. And then like things that I didn't like, or I didn't feel was needed jenny love like the cake ladies i was like what is the point of the cake ladies and jenny's like i love the cake ladies um so that was yeah that was a cool little experience yeah yeah so side note off that sorry i was just like oh my gosh remember this yeah i bonded yeah i forgot about that that was pretty cool though um and i guess she made she or was in the process of publishing like the second book in that series so I would read it just to see where oh, it goes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was pretty good. But on that note, okay. um, we will end this episode. Like I said, we really didn't have I didn't have a plan for it. Jenny did. So did we touch all your topics? Though? Yes, we did. Okay, cool. So you're gonna have to be dealing with one plan type person and one that just kind of wings things in life so these may be chaotic at some points um but our semi-plan is moving forward we'll probably do each episode on like a different book or mm-hmm. just like different topics um but everything's going to be bookish related wait so does this mean we get a fourth wing and then a sequel episode so two yeah we, <gasps> we could i mean if we only do the blood and ash series one. yeah i was about to say um just because i feel like we could talk a lot about Maybe. each one and they can just be like they don't have to be long long like we could do 30 minute yeah we're planning our podcast with you guys because this is our first episode and we have planned nothing for it but um anyway so yeah i hope you didn't hate this um thanks for listening if you've listened this long and hopefully we see you next week on yeah. our next episode which, which is going to be fourth wing. I was about to say, which I don't it's even think be, we know. I don't even think we know what it's going to be. Uh, on my n- notes for next week, it says podcast episode two. So. Okay, so I guess I next decide. week next week is going to be fourth wing, which is good because we're both rereading it right now. So it'll yeah. be fresh. And I'm going to be trying to annotate for the first time ever. So okay. I'm probably going to try and do that with Iron Flame. Oh, yeah. Obviously, I need to like, I've now reread fourth wing before we even decided to do this i was already in deep with the reread so yeah yeah i'm gonna try and pull on as many notes as i can for that and you do that too today you can do that okay you're reading it. yes ma'am i will uh, <laughs> so yeah that's all we have so thank you for listening thank you bye